This week, we talk about how to get on top podcasts as fast as humanly possible. Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters today is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. I appreciate you being here. If this is your first time listening, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you are notified each and every week as we go live on Mondays with expert interviews and Thursdays with deeper dives on tactics and strategies from that week. If you are looking to start a podcast, by the way, listen up. I am looking to take on a couple of one-on-one clients and would love to jump on the phone with you to hear your ideas. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but if you want to learn more, if this sounds like you, go to brandonbrands.com forward slash apply and I'll follow up to schedule a call with you. All right. So today, today, what do I want to talk to you about? Well, today... Like I said, this is about how to get on podcasts as fast as humanly possible. Now, I will admit this was a bit of a a false pretense. In other words, I was trying to bait people into clicking on this episode because if you're looking to get on a podcast as fast as possible, you are already doing it wrong. This takes strategy. It takes planning. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The best way to get on these top podcasts is to not be in a rush. It is to build a plan. So that's what I, if you haven't listened to episode 80, the the previous episode on Monday, uh, check it out. It had an interview with Nicole Holland, who is an expert at helping people get guest spots on podcasts. Check that episode out and uh, you'll hear some more of the conversation, but I pulled a few experts I'm sorry, a few excerpts of that conversation out to share them with you today. And we're going to dive a little deeper on them with you. But again, if you want to get out there and get on some of these top podcasts, now's the time to listen up. And the first question that I dove into that I'm going to bring to you today right now is the best approach to getting on big podcasts. What is it? And here is Nicole's answer. As we grow in this podcasting space, it's not just, you know, reaching out one-on-one to somebody. There's a lot of gatekeepers, actually. And a lot of people think, oh, I can be on a podcast. It's so much easier. Do you know how many people want to be on that same podcast? Do you know how many spots there are? I mean, in theory, if somebody is doing one uh, episode per week, that's 52 episodes a year. Are they all interviews? Maybe they are, maybe they're not. But most established podcasters are not searching for guests. They know who they want on the show. So in order to get someone's attention, and it may be the gatekeeper, right? You have to know really deeply why you want to be on that show in terms of what's in it for that 
host, right? You need to know how to really develop rapport. And this is something I'm just going to plug here because I was going to give it away at the end. But <laughs> I have a, I have a whole program called Get That Yes. And it's all about how to get the attention and the yes from any podcast host you want. It's just most people don't have the patience and they want to jump from like where they're at today to being on that show and they feel like they should be able to. And so this is why we get cold pitch and there's tons of gurus out there telling you it's a numbers game. Just send out your pitches. Please don't. Like seriously, please don't. All right. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't cold pitch podcasters, right? Let's talk a little bit about this message. So there are a lot of gatekeepers is the first thing she says, right? A lot of gatekeepers, lots of people looking for free PR and not a lot of spots. Think about that in terms of supply and demand, right? Simple supply and demand, which means you have to work harder to get great spots to fill the demand with more podcasts would be part of the solution. So in other words, I'm trying to think about how to flip this on its head, right? If there aren't that many spots out there to give great interviews, there's a lot more people fighting for them. It's going to be hard to do, right? I love the idea of creating your own podcast because you are now filling demand, not an audience demand, right? Not a listener demand, which is an interesting dy- dynamic. But think about this. There are great thought leaders out there, authors, people writing books, people who are keynoting speeches, who are really leading the way in their industry, and they're looking for more and more places to tell their story. And podcasts is one of the new media outlets that they're looking to do that on. And you can be the person that creates a podcast that they could be on. And those people are will be seeking you out for a place to to put their their story and their knowledge. So I like the idea of, yes, there's this supply and demand thing happening where there's lots of gatekeepers because the top shows all have their dockets filled with people to talk to. And the people who are looking for spots have nowhere to go. So I say, yeah, that makes it harder and you got to work harder, but also maybe you should be creating your own platform so that those people can find you. And beyond that, it's you know, when you're thinking about, okay, well, what about listeners and, you know, driving demand? Well, first, think about those guests you can have. Like, there's an association there. You're building your credibility. The value in you starting a podcast is that you are starting to meet these amazing people and build this huge network. And you're getting the credibility and association of starting to talk to those people. So, yes, listeners will come. And that'll grow as the medium grows, as the as podcasting listenership increases, the shows that have been around the longest will continue to grow audience. And as you work to meet people and out in your real life, whether you're speaking or uh, shaking hands at events or talking in Facebook groups, you're going to meet people and it's great to be able to pull them into your world, which could be a Facebook group or something like that, but you got to fill that with content and that content could be podcasting, right? So I know we talk about guesting, but I wanted to, as I heard that, flip it on its head for you, because I think the ROI in all of this is the networking, it's the authority, it's the influence, right? Uh, but it is true. There's lots of gatekeepers there, people that are, their job is to filter so that only the best rise to the top. And there's just so many spots, as Nicole says. So now think about this. If the most established podcasters are out there with high demand and low supply, they're they're not looking for guests. 
They already know who they want on their show. They have their dream list in their head that they are pursuing. And, you know, we call it like your your dream list or your, your dream guest list. And if you only have 50 spots in a year, you know, you might already have half of those filled in your head. And those few that are left, you're not going to give to just anyone. So you don't just interview people you you know, you also interview people that inspire you. And those guests also give you, they say, hey, you, this is a great show. Would you also talk to this person? So that supply is getting more and more limited all the time. And beyond that, the supply of speakers is is endless, right? So it's almost just a matter of time. So for example, if I want to get the number one uh, thought leader in marketing on my show, it's just a matter of time, to be honest. Now that I've done the work to build my reputation and, and grow the show, that person has so many hours in their day. And it takes one hour to record a podcast, right? So it's just a matter of time before they can find that hour, as long as I've built the show that they know is a good fit for them. So for me, getting my dream guests and filling my dream lists is is just a inevitability. And with me having only 52 interview shows in a year, give or take, it's actually harder for someone to get on my show than for me to land a top guest, right? So even a show that is new has the same issue. So just want you to think about it like that. Now, here's another point that Nicole mentioned. She says, you need to know what's in it for that host and how to develop rapport. I think this is huge. I think as podcasting is this new channel for PR, it is how people are getting their names out there. It's a new stage, right? It's a new channel. It's a place for you to get on bigger and bigger stages. And to do that, you need to know the people who have the bigger stages. You need to start building that relationship, that rapport, as she says. And to do that, you need to, like like when the person used to throw the party back in the day, you need to know know the person hosting the party. You need that rapport. So to do that, you have to start early. You can't start asking them as soon as you need it. You have to start early getting involved in their communities, finding ways to connect with them and connect with the people that know them that maybe can set up an introduction or finding a way to interact with them in real life or online in something that they are interacting with in real time, that is, you know, in a live way. So that's a way to think about this is how do you start to build those connections and that rapport? And that rapport word just rang in my head over and over and over again, rapport, 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 because that's the secret. That's the key. And finding rapport is a talent. It's an art frame, art form. It's a, it takes skill. And that's what I love that Nicole brings to the table is showing you how to harness that skill, right? Now, as I come to the end of this little piece, it's, you know, what I want you to also think about is, Nicole says, most people don't have the patience. People want to jump from where they are today and get to that top of the mountain, right? They want to send out cold pitches. And the gurus even tell you, just emails all the top 100 podcasts and, you know, you'll get on the shows. And she says, please don't. And I ended it kind of abruptly at that at that part where she's like, please don't, please don't. Because it's true, you people don't have patience, and that's the key to this. Is you know jumping back to that rapport point, building rapport, and that takes time. And to do that, you have to have patience. So you have to play the long game in this. You have to have a plan. You have to have a strategy. That's what you need to do. It's a few steps, right? Step one: have a strategy. Step two: start relationships that lead to the big shows. 
which shows, well, that should be in your strategy, should be which shows and how you're going to start building those relationships. And then step three, start where you are, develop your message. Step one, have a strategy. Step two, start relationships that lead to big shows. Step three, start where you are and develop your message. Knowing where you are now means that you'll reach out to shows that actually are willing to say yes and are looking for you. And that work, those early interviews prepare you for when the doors do open to get on the bigger show, you are ready to deliver a great story that entertains the audience, adds value, and you kill it on that show. And maybe you'll have some great opportunities to drive people from that show to your business and to your content. And you're only going to be able to do that if you have a refined message and approach. So get that practice in, get the reps in by doing the other shows that aren't the top shows first and building that into your strategy. That's going to help you be prepared. Easy enough, right? Well, I asked Nicole, how do we start building rapport? Let's see what she has to say. But it it really goes down to human connection. And when we think about, oftentimes when, when we're looking externally for how can we get our name out there? How can we get our brand out there? How can we get heard? We're very self-centered and we're very um, attached to what we want. And so what I like to tell my students, my clients, is that we already know what what you want, right? Because that's why you're here. That's why you're doing a podcast guesting campaign or initiative. So now let's put your desires by the side and identify what are the right shows for you? Why are those the right shows for you specifically? And it's not about you. It's about, it's got to be about the host. It's got to be about the audience. Then why should that host even care about you? What do they care about? What do we know they care about? How can you get their attention in a human to human way without looking to ask them for anything? You're a complete stranger. It would be like somebody walking up to you on the street asking for 20 bucks. (laughs) So when we are looking to build rapport with a podcast host, one of the easiest ways to do that is identifying Once you know why you want to get their attention, once you know why it's the right show, now you need to make it about them and figure out what they want. And even without going real deep into them personally, most podcast hosts want a rating and review. They want their content shared. They want to be providing value. So by even leveraging social media, you know, you listen to an episode, you really enjoy it, you leave a five-star rating and review, you put your name on it so that it's not Jim Bob 543, but they actually know, hey, this is this is, you know, Joe Joe Smith or whatever of whatever he's from. And then you share that. You may even want to go on their website. And if there's a contact form, just say, hey, just left you a review. I was really inspired by this episode because, or I'm really a fan of your show because. I think a lot of times people forget that we're not just like a Xerox machine. We actually are human beings creating something. We have feelings. We appreciate being appreciated. And you can get your... You can get yourself on the, on the radar without asking for anything, just giving, right? All right. So we have this idea of just giving, right? Without asking. The, I think the idea here is, you know, she says we should connect in a human to human way without looking to ask for anything and make it about them. And 
I believe that people are defensive. They're used to marketing and have tuned out ads and people always asking them to to give, give, give. And when people are just, you know, on that taking end, you start to realize that there aren't people you want to be around, right? So I like this idea of making it about them because people are defensive. They're used to marketing and sales tactics. And they only the only way forward from that is to build real relationships. That's the only way forward. And that's the same is true for podcasting and getting on podcasts that you're looking to be on. I also think that people forget that we are actually human beings. That's what she says, that we we create things, we have feelings, we appreciate being appreciated, and you need to get yourself on the radar without asking, just giving. I think that's huge. I think people love the basic human idea of feeling appreciated, of being interested, of gratitude. And I think we forget that. It's really a mindset shift if you think about it. The idea that you have to think about creating relationships instead of building a business is huge. What are you doing to form new relationships, to actually be interested in the things that people are talking about? I think half the time we're so worried about being impressive, about being interesting instead of being interested. I don't know if the first person to say that, but I think applying it to this context is important, that we have to find a way to make it about them and think about building that relationship and showing that you actually are invested in them. And that's a great way to think. And if you can change your mindset away from building your business into building relationships, I think you're going to be better off for it. And now we have this amazing forum where we can have interesting conversations with real people, the forum of podcasting. You can be a guest, you can be a host, and you can build relationships, however way you want to do that. But it's funny, this idea of being human has come up over and over and over again for me as I started to talk to more and more marketing thought leaders. It's a simple concept, right? That we want to experience real connection with people and not be marketed to and sold to. And it's now more apparent than ever because people are no longer just listening to radios and watching TVs. We can get all the information we want at the snap of a a finger because of the internet these days. So everything's very transparent. We do our research. We know what companies are all about. We know the value propositions of their products and services. And we can figure out anything we want to figure out. And when you're trying to sell us something, we can see it. We actually know what the tactics are. So when you can see that stuff happening, what becomes more real, what stands out are those actual people that are trying to add value and build connection. Because when you find someone you can know, like, and trust, as they say, when you see that they're trying to provide value, you start to become interested in how you can get that value in exchange for whatever you have on your side, which might be money, might be some other exchange, but forming that human-to-human connection comes first. So I think it's interesting. It reminds me of my conversations with Oren Claff, who wrote the new book, uh, Flip the Script, who talks about you know sales taking a new turn in terms of, you know, no longer can you sell the way we used to sell. You actually have to make the buyer think it's their idea because it has to first be a relationship that gets built. And then the ideas have to be made so obvious that they can't help but want to work with you. So anyway, new way of thinking. And I hope these conversations have been interesting with you. If you haven't checked out our previous episode with Nicole, I hope you go back to it and take a listen to hear what we were doing on episode 81 with Nicole Holland. And 
she talks all about how to become a podcast guest and the strategies there and why you should work with someone to make sure you have the right approach to getting on those top shows. And she talks about her free program, which is called Get That Yes. And if you didn't hear it, you can go to Nicole, to brandonbrands.com forward slash Nicole Holland. That's brandonbrands.com slash Nicole Holland. And there you can get access to her free Get That Yes course where she teaches you some of those strategies to get a yes to get on shows. So I say check that out. It's not going to cost you anything, so why not? And if you have any interest in getting yourself out there, becoming more known, getting your message shared with the world, and getting on podcasts, which is you know the new PR, go ahead and do it. Take that class. Check it out. Uh, I encourage you to let me know how it goes, and I'll be probably checking it out myself just because, like, why not? Why not learn something uh, new like that? So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast this time around, and check out our last episode, and when you guys get a chance, if you're enjoying this, if you're getting value from these these episodes, please hit the subscribe button. It means the world to me, uh, and also leave a rating and review if you can. So check it out. Brands on brands on brands. Appreciate you guys listening every week and I will catch you next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.